0: I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys, welcome back to the fully free podcast we are going to have a different kind of conversation today on the podcast. I'm also on Instagram live if I answer any comments. Um, but I want to talk to you guys about being an empowered client and not giving your power away in coaching relationships to a coach. And I was having a conversation with a client about this yesterday and Um, it was kind of unintentional. It's one of those conversations on Voxer where you just go end up going on and on and on and on (laughs) pretty sure. I sent my client like nearly a 10 minute message on Voxer on accident about this. Um, because it's such a big part of my journey. I have had so many coaches. Like I don't, I couldn't tell you, like I've definitely had at least 10 different coaches, And I've worked with a lot of those coaches, a handful of those coaches multiple times. So I have a lot of experience investing in myself, in mentorship, and I have a lot of experience hiring coaches in this industry. And some of those coaching relationships, I honestly did a really incredible job staying in my power and utilizing the coaching in an empowered way and getting really good results and truly going to my next level. And then if I'm being really honest There's been a few coaching relationships where I hired the coach from a disempowered place. I gave my power away. And in some of them, I still got results. and some of them, it felt like my entire business fell apart. Um, And regardless of if I grew or not, I felt really crappy after the coaching relationship was over because I gave my power away. And so I had all the belief in the coach and not me. Hi, Maria. <laughs> on Instagram Live, we're recording a podcast episode. So that's my story. I could give all the juicy details and maybe those will be episodes for another day, maybe not. Um, but I want to talk to you guys about what I have learned on being an empowered client, not giving your power away to a coach. So the first thing I'm going to start with, which I literally have a note to save for last, but we're not going to, is who you hire and why. And I was going to save this for last because I feel like it's going to be the least of interest to you guys. Cause it's not like the juicy stuff that you want, but this is the truth. When I was having this conversation with my client yesterday, she asked me, well, something along the lines of how did you stop giving your power away? How did you, how did you start to really trust yourself or something along those lines? Or actually, no, the question was, How did you gain the confidence to disagree with your coach? Because I was telling her that, um, in coaching, really I've had some coaching relationships where I've been like the little girl, like this little girl, the coach is the parent, the mean parent, and like, you're afraid to disagree with the coach. So you just agree with everything they say. You try to be the best client by doing everything they tell you to do, even though it doesn't feel right to you. This happened to me countless times with sales, (laughs) like following up with people, doing outreach, doing free sessions, doing sales calls. Like I hate that type of sales personally, but I've had a few coaches who love that type of sales and I've shrunk down like a little tiny girl who's super scared to disagree with anyone and didn't speak my truth. So she asked, how did you gain that confidence to disagree with your coach? And the truth is I don't put my, myself in situations where I would need to disagree with my coach. And what I'm not saying here is only hire coaches who run their business exactly how you want to, because my coach right now, we run our businesses differently. We have different beliefs on different things and we have a lot of the same beliefs and we do a lot of the, some things the same. But the fact is, is I don't feel like I would ever have to disagree with her because I don't feel I know that she would never say that there's a right way to do something. Unless we're speaking about integrity, she would never tell me that like, "Oh, you have to do this in your business or you have to do sales calls or you have to do something like this." Like there there's just not an ounce of my way or the highway in her for her clients, so I would never have to disagree. I hire coaches who are not here to tell me and this is going to bring us into the the second tip i have for you guys that i've learned i'm not hiring coaches to give me answers i'm not hiring coaches to give me strategy personally i think that there's a time and a place for that maybe in the very beginning if you literally do not know a single thing about social media and you're in the basics you don't know anything about marketing you don't know anything about sales you don't know anything about content like you know you're a baby in business You might need to take some courses or hire a coach to walk you through the strategy. But the issue with this truly is strategy is not law. There is no right way. There is no strategy that is going to be the end-all, be-all of business. There is no strategy that is the right way. I tell my clients all the time, there is no right way. There is no right way. Take what resonates, tweak what mostly resonates, and toss what doesn't resonate please, I am not right in my coaching um, relationships with my clients. Like I don't see myself as the right one. I see my clients. And this is the issue with a lot of coaches out there. So you need to um, not hire them. If a coach approaches you as if they are the one that knows everything, run the other way, please. Don't hire coaches like that. That's that's honestly my my true advice and I'm not saying that all strategic coaches are bad. Like that is so far from what I'm saying. I think that I'm a strategic coach. I definitely used to be a super strategic coach, but not in the sense of, "Oh, this is the right way to do things. You have to do your calls like this. You have to write content like this." I've always been the type of coach who shares, I call myself a mentor. I share from experience. These are my preferences. These are the ways I like to do things. And here's options. Because if you're truly a strategic coach, you should know more than one way to do all things. That's what would make you good at strategy, not having your way or the highway for all of your clients. Um, However, let me say this caveat. The whole point of this conversation is for you to be empowered so that no matter who you hire or what you work with them on, you're able to speak up for yourself, use the coaching relationship the right way. So I don't want you to take this first tip as in like, don't give the wrong person your money. Don't hire a bad coach. Cause I just don't, that's not, I think even the coaches I gave my power away to were good coaches. I think I had myself in a couple toxic situations and that was on me. That was on me, truly. So the second tip is I have stopped looking for answers from my coaches. In fact, I don't really want any answers from my coaches. What I want and what I think is the most powerful thing for us to give our clients and for us to seek from our coaches are two things, perspectives and options. So when I'm talking to my coach about my next level, the number one thing I'm looking to get from her is her perspective on my next level. Meaning what it felt like for her to reach that level. Her like let's say I go to my coach and I'm saying, "Oh my god, I'm in a course launch and I'm getting so in my head, only one person has bought." I don't want my coach to give me answers on how to get more sales. Getting more sales is easy you guys. Like anyone listening to this, you know how to get more sales. Like post, do a story, show up on live, But I want my coach to share mindset, energetic perspectives on what has helped her get more sales. And most importantly, what has helped her get out of her head when she's only had one sale. Because if you've had one sale, you're doing something right. You're actually just overcomplicating the whole thing and getting in your head. Truly, truly, truly. So I want my coach to share perspectives and I want my coach to share options. So sometimes when I'm actually in a strategic issue, what feels like it? So the last strategic issue I can remember bringing to my coach was like months ago when I was selling my program on wavering. And my fear was people didn't get it, which is laughable at this point. And so she shared with me her perspective on that in a time where she realized that her branding of her course and her messaging of her course was actually hindering sales and how she pinpointed that it was and what she did to change it. And then she gave me two options, you can look at your course and, and look at your messaging and look at the branding and see if there's anything there to change. It's a deeper conversation than that, but simply put, or you can change your mindset around it and stop saying people don't get it and understand that people of course get what it means to be unwavering and of course want to work with you because that's really the issue here. And so I had my options. I I tweaked it for what, what, what would align to me what would resonate with me. And I went on about my way right? Like, I just think it's crazy how women are hiring coaches saying they want to be these six and seven figure earners, but they don't want to think for for themselves. And they want someone to fix everything for them and give them all the answers and hold their hand and take them step-by-step. I don't want that because I want to be a multimillionaire in my business, guiding my own clients, being an actual leader. So I hire my coach because it's invaluable to be in her energy. And it's invaluable to get those different perspectives from her and also to have someone who's outside of the situation, who's not emotional about it, which is a skill set you can build in your own coaching. Um, When your clients aren't getting results, stop making it about you. Stop freaking out. If my client comes to me and says, things aren't working, she's not getting results. There is not an ounce of fear in my body because it is not about me. And I know that she has what she needs. And so I'm able to be an empowered coach. And outside, looking from the outside in—is that how you say that? Um, give them options. Talk them through it. Talk them off the ledge sometimes, but not in like a handholdy. Oh, you're freaking out and you're disempowered way. In a, and here's here's tip number three. In a, you hold the power. My clients are the powerful ones in the relationship, not me. I'm the powerful one in my business. You are the powerful one in your business. So I don't look at it as Oh, look at this cute little girl hiring me to teach her business. How sweet. Oh, that's adorable. No, I look at you as you are so freaking powerful. You change lives. You know what you're doing. I hold the ease. You hold the power. I hold the ease. So look for a coach that's like that. Don't hire a coach that sees you as less than them. And don't hire any coaches when you are still in a situation of seeing people in a hierarchy. Because just as much as your coach seeing you below them is a problem, you seeing your coach above you is also equally as big of a problem. (sighs) So I had to switch this honestly as being the coach myself because I thought that I had to be above my clients to be a good coach. I do think that as a leader, I've had clients actually make more money than me and I've had clients make the same amount of money as me. So it's not really that but i think as a leader like i'm able to keep moving alongside of you and therefore like i do have more experience than you i have made more money than you i have gone through the same the things you're going through now in the past it's not really required but that definitely is a thing but i see you as the most powerful person on this planet for your clients and i see you as someone who should be unshakably confident and so loud and proud about your offers. And then I hold these like, Oh, you want to have 50 K months and you're making that scary. Like, that's not scary. That's not far like been there, done that. Like I can share with you my perspectives and my options on 50 K being easy and light or hundred K months being easy and light, or even 20 K months being easy and light, whatever level you're at, I hold the ease, but you always hold the power. And I encourage you to find a coach like that, but I also encourage you, it doesn't even matter like who you hire, really, if you hold that perspective. Such a difference because it never was the coach's fault when they held the power, even though maybe they could have been more aware about it in some circumstances, because I entered that coaching relationship handing them my power, truly just handing it to them without them even asking for it and putting all of the power in them. So you hold the power by remembering who you are and that you're even investing in yourself because you are a badass, because you are good at what you do, because you do deserve a seat at the table, because you are going to be where you want to be. And not because you're so low on the hierarchy that you need to hire someone up here to ever, ever even have a chance of growth. Like, no, no, no. So the last thing I'll say, which is on a similar note as this all is, is be your best client not mine and my client that i was talking to about this which i'm sure she's going to listen to this so hi um we were like just reflecting when she first hired me she told me i am going to be your best client i will do anything you tell me to do like i am going to be your best client which i can totally appreciate and i think i'm a lot of my coach's best client so i'm i'm here for it in a sense but i remember in, almost instantly we had a conversation about that And just like what it really means to be my best client isn't being my best client, isn't running your business. How I do being my best client, isn't doing everything I tell you to do being my best client is you being your best client is you trusting yourself is you showing up empowered. And then I have no doubt you will be my most successful client. One of my biggest testimonials kind of client, but you know, I encourage every one of my clients pretty much anytime we talk to be their best client. And this relates to any type of coach um, and probably even service provider, but I do in my high level work mostly with coaches. Um, but even like my clients who are relationship coaches or health coaches or life coaches or more spiritual, psychic, energetic healers, like whatever whatever category, even if they don't help their clients at all with business, it is crazy that when they are their own best client, the money starts coming in. And it's not really that crazy. It's because when you're your best client, you are going to see just like, it's the reason you do what you do, but it's funny. It's like, we're a best client. So we start the business and then we get so in our head about business that we start to feel like we suck and we don't know what we're doing. But when you really focus on being your own best client, you start to feel so freaking confident in your work. And then the, in, in the fact that it changes lives, it's invaluable. People are lucky to work with you that type of thing. And then you hire a coach who allows you to hold your power, who sees you in your power, but who they hold the ease for you and give you perspectives and have been there, done that. And so they make it feel so light and so easy and so doable. And they give you options when you feel really in your head and like you have none, you will be so successful and make so much money. And that is how you be an empowered client and hire the right coach and utilize the coaching correctly to be at the level you want to be. Cool? Cool.